Welcome to the Knicks Bay Podcast, home of the freshest, funkiest, wiki, wiki, wiki wind talk from your favorite Knicks addicts in just a blunt's worth of time. Dougie Fresh, what's good? That was a beautiful win. The basketball gods owe RJ one field goal and Randall one assist. Okay, I'm just putting that out there. Always, always on that box score shit, huh? And we've got uh, D-Boy. You're trying to be zen about this, trying to accept the mediocrity that the Knicks are cruising into. Feels good. Hell yeah, we're we're five years away from being five years away. Let's go. And it's me, Monty, the saddest, happiest Knicks fan. I don't even know what's going on. Knicks, 119. Warriors, 104. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Walt suit. I'm going to call it a Ropa Roja. A win this rosy was a Bay Area bouquet. Let's get into quick hits. Quick hits. Start the West Coast trip with a dub over the dubs. Let's give out some awards. For the third consecutive game, the Wardell Stephen Curry, who's your daddy, most valuable player, goes to all-rookie snub R.J. Barrett, who had a career-high 28 points. The Walmart clearance special goes to James Wiseman's sloppy impersonation of Chalmette's finest Mitchell Robinson. Julius Randle came one assist shy of a triple-double and earned the Tibbs Rogaine play of the game when he stripped Steph Curry, led the fast break, and dished to RJ to go up 12 in the third. The Tim Hortons cup of coffee goes to RJ Barrett for being a hotter and fresher Canadian than Andrew Wiggins. And the sad stat of the game? Dennis Smith Jr., the prize acquisition of the Tim Hardaway Jr. trade, received his seventh DNP coach's decision of the year. It's almost two o'clock in the morning, and I want to take this moment to speak directly to Steph Curry. After fate stole you away from the great city of Gotham and left us holding the bag that was Jordan Hill, you became an absolute legend. But tonight, we came into your shiny new silicon house and showed you that we have all the tools that you need to finish your career in style. RJ Barrett can drive and find you wide open for the kickout. Mitchell Robinson can protect the rim so you can chill on defense. Theo Pinson can shimmy with you after you hit a huge three to the delight of the garden crowd. Face it, we all know this Warriors dynasty is over. Put in that trade request tonight, Wardell. Fulfill your destiny. Become the king of New York. This day in sad Knicks history, January 21st, 1997, Chicago 88, New York 87. Jordan toyed with the Knicks, dropping 51, and asked Chris Childs, Who are you talking to? Child responded, I'm talking to you. And that's when Jordan took that shit personal with the ref serving up that deep dish all night and pippin one assist shy of a triple double a heartbreaking loss was inevitable Noel for Tuckman, another slam 
The Knicks defense, at least statistically, is the best in the league. They are giving up less points and a lower field goal percentage, including on threes, than any other team in the association. Tibbs is having these guys play with incredible energy, and they are winning all the 50-50 balls. Coming off two wins allowing less than 90 points, the Knicks defense was stifling tonight. Is it real, and is it here to stay? Defense, it's effort. It's not that complicated communication and effort. Tib screams, they're an effort on their own. He communicates through screams. They have to communicate loudly to be together and be heard over Tib's instructions. So even if Julius Randle is out there freestyling, they will communicate his phantom switch calls so that they stay on a string. It is not complicated. The loudness is what's keeping us in the game. The loudness is motivating. The loudness is defense and is what makes Tibbs defense run. This is grit. This is New York toughness. Guys hitting the floor. Guys getting in the stands. It's what we want to see, folks. Reggie Bullock was all over the floor in his minutes off the ball, protecting, guarding, denying. Okay, Steph Curry was shut the F down. Five for 14 from downtown. It's clear that Tibbs has a simple philosophy. Pack the paint and let teams shoot. And so far... It's worked. I want to give Tibbs credit for getting these guys to play hard. However, this philosophy that he's instituted on this team doesn't seem like it has the staying power. If you leave people open, if you scream at them, they're more likely to miss the shots. So that's the philosophy. If you leave them open, you have to scream at them in Tibbs' high-pitched voice and it works. It works, people. That's old school New York fat guy street ball defense. I can tell you that from experience. But I also really like what Tibbs does as far as choking out star players. He's done it with Donovan Mitchell, he's done it with Trey Young, and he's done it with Steph Curry at this point. And to a certain extent, he did it with Giannis, but we're talking about three-point shooters. Those three got frozen out and had to have inefficient high-volume nights against us. I gotta argue fluke on all of those things. You know, Steph Curry was the most dominant defensive performance against the star this year, but Donovan Mitchell was breaking open shots. The Jazz and the Bucks loss specifically were horrendous shooting nights for them. And those are respectively the second and the third best three-point shooting teams in the league. The Knicks cannot expect to beat playoff teams while allowing this kind of porous three-point defense. Five steals by this team tonight. That shows you that these guys are staying active in preventing even quality shots from going up in the first place. And intimidation is defense on this team. Those star players, those great shooters are shook because they are being yelled at, screamed at, body to the floor and they're scared they don't want none of this tough smoke that's that's 90s knicks baby the intimidation is real and there's no better stat to prove it than the nine blocks the knicks had mitchell robinson and nerlens noel are a force in the paint the knicks interior presence is clearly their greatest asset you, you want to talk about development you look at where mitch is at right now under three personal fouls per game 
His block numbers are a little under two blocks per game, which is near the top of the league. He's going to be our Rudy Gobert. He's going to be a defensive player of the year nominee, maybe winner. But don't forget, this is a weird COVID season with no preseason and no training camp. Teams are going to take 20, 30 games before they're actually hitting their shots in rhythm. And at that point, that's when we bring our goons off the bench. All of these coach do not plays, we get in there for the intimidation fouls and really step up the punking game that we're about to inhabit in the New York philosophy of basketball. Roll. Golden State Warriors. Weird ass name, right? And like, I'm confused. You moved to San Fran from Oakland just a year ago, but now you're finally showing love to Oakland by having jerseys that say Oakland. Like for real saying it, not just having like the city seal or the town across the chest. You're really saying Oakland on your jerseys. Okay. But like when you originally moved to Oakland, you rebranded as Golden State because you didn't want to be fully affiliated with Oakland and you couldn't keep calling yourself San Fran in Oakland because that's not how the Bay Area works. And calling yourself Bay Area Warriors instead of Golden State is what, too clunky? One more syllable? And, you know, there's other bays in the U.S. of A, like Tampa and Green. Golden State tries to encompass all of California, right? But the Lakers kind of do that. And Sacramento is only two hours away. So say fuck it. Embrace your destiny and rebrand as the Silicon Valley Social Justice Warriors. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait. And remember, New York is still fourth in their division. division.